where do you go to find authenticity and truth? Nobody wants to talk about the skeletons in their closet, the nitty gritty, or the failures, all of which I believe are the most important parts of anybody's story of success. This is a place where we say what nobody else is saying. Truth with Tara, welcome to the fold. guys and welcome to Truth with Tara. Today's show is entitled Work Hurt. So have you ever had a day where you wake up in the morning and you know what you have to do, whether it's go to work, get the kids to school, homeschool, interview for that job, whatever it is that you have to do and you just, you're in bed and you're like, I don't know if I got it. I don't know if I've got it in me. I don't want to do this day. Well, you know, I was blessed growing up to not have many of those days. You know, growing up, I had wonderful parents who were great providers. I never really needed or wanted for anything. And I actually wanted a job. Um, I I never needed to have a job. And and that was a huge blessing. And I realized that and I vocalized that. Um, but as I, as I grew up and I got married um, and we moved to South Carolina for a job for him and then Atlanta for a job for him, uh, a few years into our marriage, um, his job was gone, and um, I heard God say to me once I found that out, once he told me that night that he had lost his job and we had shortly moved to Atlanta, um, I heard God say to me, it's on you now for a while. And I remember thinking, okay, all right, sure, like let's let's do this. Um, and that year I was, I believe, 26. And um, I had, again, never worked because I needed to before, just because I wanted to. And I did work, but it was a want to thing, not a need to thing. And there's a difference. For those of you that know, you know. (laughs) And uh, I began what was a very, very long process of learning how to work hurt. And I want to give you some insider information and some very, um, very private information actually on, on what that meant to me um, at that time in my life and at that age in my life. And, um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an example of what I mean by working hurt, okay? Um, working hurt for me at 26 uh, was um, shouldering the burden uh, financially for all of the bills, all of um, the rent and everything that had uh, been placed in my lap. And um, and I didn't make those decisions. He moved to Atlanta first and kind of got the lease together and got all that stuff. And then I came shortly after selling the house in Greenville and um, you know, was saddled with all of this just about a month after moving. And so I, I had a choice in my mind. I said, okay, if I'm going to be the person that pays for all of this somehow, some way, I'm going to make one promise to myself. And, and this promise is that I am not going to work for anybody or anything that has nothing to do with music. I'm going to at least have some sort of musical form of income. So it doesn't matter what that is as long as it's based in music somehow. That was the only kind of um, pre-qualification that I would not um, would not bend or not give way to when searching for a way to monetize my day and gain income to bear the financial burden. And so what I did was I immediately began to look for um, 
bands to sing in and corporate bands to sing in on the weekends. And I also had uh, coaching students in Greenville, South Carolina that I had accumulated. And I continued, even though I lived in Atlanta and it was a two and a half hour drive, I continued to drive back and forth once a week to teach those existing students for the existing income I had while building students um, and a student body in Atlanta while singing on the weekends. And this band that I was in, um, I found a band very soon, um, shortly after looking, and they were a touring band. So I was gone basically from Friday to Sunday, most weekends. Um, I would come back on a Sunday afternoon. I would wake up on a, a Monday morning. I would drive to Greenville. I would coach there all day Monday. I would spend the night Monday night at a friend's house every week. I would coach most of the day Tuesday, and I would drive back late Tuesday night to Atlanta. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, I would um, advertise for more students in Atlanta. And Thursday night, I would have band practice. And Friday, I would go back on the road again. And I did this for an entire year straight. I don't believe I took a single weekend off. Um, and I remember, actually, my birthday came around. And I was so tired. I was so, so tired. I was exhausted from being on the road in so many different directions, from no breaks, from just um, just all of the weight that was on my shoulders. And um, it would be worth mentioning at this point that um, my ex-husband was met with a lot of failure, unfortunately, and a lot of rejection. And um, it drove him to um, alcohol, and he became an alcoholic. Um, during this time, I knew he drank a lot, but I did not know that he was definitely an alcoholic by then. I was so busy keeping everything afloat and I was gone and in and out so much. It was not something that uh, was on my radar really. Um, and I was very naive. I was still young. I, I would never have believed anyway that my husband was an alcoholic um, functioning, although still an alcoholic. So I remember it being my birthday and I was just so exhausted, so lonely, so sad, felt so um, so responsible. The weight was just, have you ever felt guys like, man, like every breath you breathe, you're underwater and there's like pressure caving in on you, on your lungs, because like just the weight of all of the responsibility just bears down on you and you feel like it's on you and on you alone. And there's nobody that can save you. You know, you're just like grasping for anybody in the water, you know, to, to just lean on and to take their oxygen for just a second. And there's nobody around. That's how I felt. And I remember waking up that morning knowing I had to drive to Greenville and I had just come off of a very long doubleheader weekend. And I remember um, just crying, you know, before I even got out of bed, just thinking, Oh, I don't want to go. I just, I just want a day off. Like I just, I don't want to work. I don't want to work. I don't want to do this. Like I'm exhausted and I felt frustrated and I felt misunderstood and unheard and unseen. And I know that there's so many of you guys out there that are, that are feeling this way. Like the burden you bear and, and the weight that you carry is just not, it's a thankless job. It's not seen, it's not noticed. And there is no end in sight. That's exactly how I felt. I couldn't even see the light at the end of the tunnel at this point. I was so deep within the trenches. And to make matters worse, as I got ready to go, um, I got in an argument with my ex. And I remember I was, I was about to make this two and a half hour drive. And I remember packing up this, this lunchbox full of food and, and we got in this argument. And the last thing he said to me before I walked out the door was, you know, I hope that you get in a car accident on your way there and die. 
And of course, you know, my eyes filled up with tears and I could not believe that the man that I said I would love and honor and cherish forever um, wished me death before I took a two and a half hour road trip in the rain, actually. <laughs> Forgot to mention that part. Um, I, I'd never felt more betrayed, to be honest. And um, I I was going to provide for us, you know, I, I was going to, uh, to create financial gain for us. And yet I was going alone and I was actually then going cursed. And of course, thank God, you know, I, I prayed over myself and over the car and, and the drive was fine and, and nothing happened, but that, that was also a different kind of weight. And, um, I know that there are those of you who, are listening to this, that not only do you feel alone, do you feel the weight, but you also feel completely and utterly unsupported. Um, it's one thing to be unheard and, and feel unsupported. It's also another thing, um, for those of you who relate to what happened to me, for someone to wish you ill, to actually curse you and wish you ill or death or misfortune. And yet you still in spite of that, in the face of that, in the midst of that have to forge ahead and you have to work hurt. <laughs> so that day on my birthday, when I was 26, I started to begin to learn truly what it meant to work hurt. And you know, time and hindsight are a funny thing, guys, because you could have never told me that day, that week, or even that year that God was going to use that to forge an iron rod in my back a rod so strong, so thick, and and so um, useful that it would carry me for the next decade or more into a place of complete um, independence, of of decisiveness, and of execution and security in my own decision making skills as a businesswoman. But it was born out of that moment. And, and those moments, I believe, they can, they can kill you or, or they can really catapult you into the next version of who you are made to become, who you are designed to be. It goes back to that grit, right? It goes back to that who, who and whose are you? And are you going to remind yourself of the truth in that moment? Or are you going to believe the lie that the enemy is trying to tell you through whatever and whomever he can at that moment? And while I am sure that my ex would be very sorry, I, I would hope, um, for saying such a thing to me, um, God does work all things together for good if you allow him. And I, I know for a fact that working hurt, learning how to work hurt at 26 has allowed me to become the woman that I am today. It's allowed me to make decisions in business cool, calm, and collected in the midst of chaos. It has allowed me to have a different kind of drive, a different type or strand, if you will, of ambition. And I got to tell you, it's also catapulted me to new levels of productivity in my business as well. Now, I'm going to do a whole other podcast on rest because working hurt doesn't mean overworking. It just means when you don't feel like it, like really, you, you may not feel like it or things may be crashing down all around you. Do you have what it takes within you? Do you have that thing that instead of shutting down, instead of flighting, you fight? Do you have that thing within you? And I would venture to say 
You probably do. It's just not yet been activated within you. And that activation could be from a situation, a circumstance, or a person. It could even be from a good thing too. But there is something super special about learning how to work hurt. Sometimes we need to be hurt in order to grow. We have to lose in order to gain. And sometimes some lessons are learned best through pain. It doesn't make it fun, but it definitely makes it worthwhile. And, you know, I love this quote from Vince Lombardi. He says, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get up again. (laughs) And actually there's a song, I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Do you guys know that song? (laughs) Just came in my head right now. Great song. British guys, love them. Don't remember the band name, but song was certainly addictive. Um, So where is that area in your lives, guys? Where is that area where you have had to work hurt? Or maybe, maybe you're saying, wow, you know, that's quite a story. And I don't have one of those. I don't necessarily want one of those. And I wouldn't wish one of those on you. But I really would like the stuff that you're made of. I would like the stuff that 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 grew within you. Well, you can have that. And here's how. The next time you wake up in the morning and you look at your schedule, you look at your watch and you think to yourself, I just, I don't want to adult today. You know that saying, or I just can't with this. I just don't want to do it today. I want you to think to yourself, what would my day look like if I considered it a privilege instead? What would my day look like if I owned the feeling of not wanting to, and yet also owned with extreme ownership, the responsibilities ahead of me with vim, vigor, and with a sort of resilience that comes from a get to, not a have to. So I get to go to Greenville right now and coach these students and make some money for my family, even though this horrible thing happened. I get to. I am able-bodied. I have a voice. I have a talent. I'm going to be able to use it. What's your get to, not your have to? If you have to go to work today, that's something that you're doing against your will. But if you change that around and say, even though in my heart and in my spirit, I just want to put the covers over my head and go back to bed. If you just say out loud, nope, I get to do this today. It's another day above ground. I am able-bodied. I am healthy. I have legs. I have hands. I have arms. I have a wonderful working brain and a mouth and eyes to see and ears to hear. I'm doing a heck of a lot better than a lot of the world's population. I'm going to get to do this thing today. So I believe that in that mind shift, so many good things happen. And and literally, not only do things that, and literally, not only do good things happen within you, but I believe that circumstances start to change outside of you also. And I'll tell you that the moments where I wanted to the least, but did it anyway, Not only did I show up in that moment, but God met me there. And you know what? The people that I interacted with, they also met me there too. They met me there. They partnered with me in that moment. And I felt this sort of, this sort of just spirituality about the moment. I felt this sort of depth and I literally could feel my character being developed. I could feel it growing like a muscle that you work out. And man, you know, Working out in general, it's hard during it, right? But like, as you start to see the results, you're like, yeah, I'm super encouraged by this. And so doing those things and then going home and finally being able to rest, but also in that rest, being able to look back on working hurt and saying to myself, 
dang, Tara, like you did that, you know? You did that thing. And you know what? You're going to do it tomorrow too because you're a child of God. You are a princess of the King Most High. You have been given a gift that is meant to be shared. And you know what? You're in this circumstance and yes, you need to provide and you need to make money, but you get to do it on your own terms. You get to use your voice and you get to use it abundantly. And to be honest, guys, I'm going to tell you something. I may not have ever started Tara Simon Studios if it were not for the need financially for me to shoulder the weight of the burden that my ex-husband could not shoulder for most of our marriage. If there wasn't that necessity, I, I got to be honest, I probably would not have had the business. And I'm so grateful. And part of my motivation, if if I'm being super honest and very transparent with you guys, which that's the whole point of Truth with Tara, right? I remember, you know, my ex having such a hard time holding down a job and looking back most likely because of his alcoholism. But I remember thinking to myself, if I could just make Tara Simon Studios big enough to where he didn't need to ever get a job again, he could just do what he does for ad agencies for our company that would be amazing because maybe then he would finally be happy and maybe he would finally then treat me okay. Like that was honestly, as sad, as sad as that sounds, like that was honestly my motivation for growing Tara Simon Studios was to be financially independent enough to where he could work for the company and never feel the sting of someone laying him off or rejecting him ever again. And maybe then he'd stop drinking and we could be happy and live happily ever after, right? Well, yeah, you know what happened? <laughs> I certainly did. I certainly did grow the company. And and to some of his credit, he did help, you know, in certain years uh, to do that. But you know what? God works it all together for good because even though, even though our marriage was not able to last, Tara Simon Studios is something that is birthed from pain and yet from a really good place in my heart to want to help someone that I really, really loved. And it continues to do that to this day. We help people all over the world find their voice, find self-confidence, learn how to sing, and realize their dreams come true. We help them and their hearts, and, and we make a difference. And that to me Knowing where it came from and knowing what it is now and what it's going to become in the future still as it evolves, it honestly brings me a great sense of joy and satisfaction because I know that TSS was born from a place of working hurt. And that hurt turned into grit. It turned into determination, which then turned into success upon success, upon joy, upon fulfillment, upon satisfaction, upon success again. And we are literally changing from image to image and glory to glory as a company. And so working hurt hurts. <laughs> it really, really does. It really sucks in the moment. And if you're there, I just want you to know you are seen. You are not alone and you're the, not the only one that's been there. So child of God, wherever you are, whoever you are, beloved, I want you to know Continue to forge ahead. Don't stop working hurt. Think of yourself as a seed. You might feel buried right now, but since you're a seed, you're not buried. You're just planted. 
And those sprouts of success will start blooming and flourishing and you will reap all of what you are sowing right now. I know, (laughs) trust me, I know, it doesn't feel like it. When you're making those long drives, when you're sacrificing and still not seeing yourself in the black in your bank account, when you are putting in those hours, working overtime, taking those extra shifts, going to take that extra degree, studying for your homework, taking care of an elderly parent, adopting that kid, taking care of of other animals even, taking people in, whatever you're doing right now that makes you feel like you are drowning, that water is closing in on your lungs and pushing in and crushing you, I'm telling you right now, right when you feel like you're just about to pass out for lack of oxygen, that's when you come up for air. And oh, how sweet is the air that you breathe. You're never going to be the same again because you've come so far from working so hurt that it's kind of like living in New York City. You know that saying, like, if I can make it here, I'll make it anywhere. If you can work hurt, you can work in any other circumstance for the rest of your life. You are set, my friend. You're good to go because you started from a place of such grind. You've started from a place of of a lonely responsibility that only you can shoulder. And no one will seem to understand truly unless they've gone through it. And you you will then come out of that. And maybe you're kind of starting to come out of that now and awesome for you. But for those of you who are still in it, I'm telling you, you're going to come out. You're, one day you're going to wake up. Like I remember the day I woke up and I did our budget. And I'm telling you guys, this is, this is a true story. I swear. <laughs> I woke up. I did our budget. I had this sort of like, I don't know, software on my computer, um, something that was free on the online or whatever helped me organize our, our financials. And I remember inputting my income that month from gigging, from lessons, you know, from whatever. And I remember it being down to the exact penny, the exact <laughs> red penny of our expenses. Now, mind you, I had zero left over, nothing for dinners out, nothing for shopping, nothing for savings even. But I had exactly to the penny, guys, of what I needed to pay all of my bills that month. And I remember just rejoicing and thanking God and and even showing my ex and being like, look, look, like, look, we we've did we've done it. I said, we did it. Like, you know, we have exactly what we need. God's provided down to the penny. Isn't that amazing? You know, and I was so overjoyed that all of the work I had been doing at least put us in the black, you know? And and from that gratitude and from that sense of accomplishment just was born a whole new level of drive and passion and ambition to to not just be in the black, but now let's see if we can save. Let's see if we can up the tithe. Let's see if we can give back more. You know, let's see if we can actually do a dinner out. That'd be so nice, you know, or a trip to see my family. So this is what working hurt looks like, guys. And you'll come out of it one day and realize you're down to the penny moment has come. <laughs> and he's not going to just stop you there. And you're not going to stop you there because you're never going to go back from whence you came, but you're also never going to forget it either. I highly encourage you to always remember the humble beginnings, the hungry years, and working hurt because I'm telling you what, that is a skill set and it is an asset to you that not a lot of people allow themselves to go through. And so if you're one of those brave, brave people out there that are listening to this, that are working hurt or have worked hurt and are coming out of the other side, 
Congratulations. Welcome to the 1% Club. Not many people will allow themselves to go through pain like that, to stay in it and kind of languish in that and come out the other side. So to those who are working hurt and who have worked hurt and who are working hurt right now, I want to tell you, you are not alone. I've done it. I've been there. And there is another side and you will come out gloriously rejoicing successfully and completely triumphant. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's show. To become an official Terabyte, head over to Tara Simon Studios on YouTube and click the subscribe button. And don't forget to take a peek at the links and resources left just for you in the show notes of this podcast. And most importantly, spread faith, not fear, love, not germs, be a blessing in a stranger's life because that is how we change the world. I love you guys. I am so proud of you and I'll see you on the next one. Yeah.